Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. Also, listen on WKCJ with Ron Heitch, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Connect with us on social media and join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right, Michael, let's jump right in. What are we going into today? All right, all right. So we appreciate, first of all, the listeners. You know what I mean? Some of you are watching via YouTube. Some of you are on our podcast listening to, you know, whether it's Spotify, Apple, whether it's Google, wherever you listen to, we just want to appreciate y'all. Drop us a comment. Y'all have questions. Sometimes, you know what? You may have something you want to ask us. We give, you know, Tristan gives you guys the the email address, but you can drop a comment on, on the YouTube page or even on our other social media platforms. I would really appreciate that. So we want to thank y'all for that. Thank you. But the topic we have for today, Mm -hmm. we talked previously, at least in the past about conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, So this one kind of goes along the same lines, at least similar lines in my opinion about a little bit. And it's about being never satisfied, never satisfied. Right. So we were watching the show, right. On Disney plus Hamilton. If you guys haven't seen it, Oh my God, it's amazing. At first of all, you know what? We would have saw it a lot. I think we both in Los Angeles at the time. But we looked at those ticket prices. We were like, you know what? Uh-uh, uh-uh. My budget ain't, it couldn't, it couldn't stand it. I'm sorry. I would took you on a date there. We wouldn't even marry them. I would have took you, but I'm like, ooh-wee. I can't afford that. It was high. <laughs> it's a musical. It's Broadway. It's, it, it was some special type of musical. Most musicals ain't, ain't no $400 a ticket. Well... I'm not sure what everybody else paid. That's what I saw when the prices were. Some, it depends. It depends on what you're seeing, where you're seeing it. Yeah. And where you want to sit. Right. And where you want to sit at. I think the nose people's 400. Okay, well. It's an amazing musical. So he going off on a team. It's an amazing musical. Right. But but the reason why I bring that into the the focal point is Mm -hmm. because on Disney Plus, we watched it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What what was it? Plus nine ninety nine a month, whatever it is, ain't even my account. See, look it at was, you, you really meant talking about finances, man. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, it's just like, hey, 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 I won. I waited, had to wait three years to see it, but I won. <laughs> I think we were married at the time that him well, was in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay, but there's a particular part mm-hmm. when Hamilton is. I don't know if he's just got married or, or or about to get married, and he sings this track about never being satisfied him and the other sister he was marrying one sister oh, him and another sister were singing this track together man i was like and i heard i'm like man that is deep it's a deep song yeah you have to see it it's actually the through song for the whole musical so it repeats in different areas in different ways yeah so it just stuck out of my mind and like you know what i mean stuck out of my mind i'm like okay are men are we really like that right are we never do women see us that way because the sister mm-hmm. said in the track, he said, I know you never satisfied. Mm-hmm. So my sister don't know that, but I know that. Mm-hmm. So the women see men like that and wonder like, man, is my man ever satisfied? Break that down. What is it? What do you mean by that? By satisfied, quote unquote. Right. And that can mean a lot of different things, right? Like, I mean, some people say, I mean, that's it's all sexually, but it could be just beyond that. Like about, you know what? Never being content with a state in life for any reason, you know, whether it's financially you know, content, whether it's sexually, you know, content, whether it's like, okay, my woman, she's doing all these things. He, he not content with that. Like, is there ever a place where a man is like, you know what? I'm satisfied. I know, you know what? This may not be in place. It may not be in place, but like, I'm satisfied. Hmm. 
because I think your your, your mother brought up a, a interesting uh, um, a statistic that we will. She was talking about. She said that twenty five percent of men cheat, and I was like, "Oh, that's like you know what I mean." She even mentioned that's one out of every four. And like I said, I, I don't know if it's a, it was talking about, you know, emotional cheating, physical cheating or whatever. To me, they really can be all the same because really one lead to another. Because mm. you typically just don't fall in bed with anybody. Most of us ain't, you know, that type of person. We start with the emotional side first. Yeah. And then, you know, get stuck in somewhere. Somebody's bed we shouldn't be in. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, and then I put that together with the helmets. I'm like, man, are, are men, are we like that? I know it's a men question, but I mean, it could be a, you know, a woman can be go to the, have the same issues. Yeah, for sure. I think that um, being satisfied in a mm -hmm. relationship is something I want to kind of break down. I want to get into your mind a little bit. Okay. So you talked about satisfied. You said financially, sexually, relationally, yeah. you know. Now, what's the difference between being, you know, satisfied with where you are and being goal oriented, being driven towards something? Is there, are those you know, are they necessarily like um, exclude one another? If I'm goal driven, I'm not satisfied. Can I be satisfied and still want a goal or want to achieve? Yeah, I think I think you can be right. You can be, you know, goal driven and like you say, never satisfied. We put the never in there. Mm -hmm. I think that's like, you know, a defining factor, at least how I'm, I'm, I'm hearing it and like kind of processing a little bit. It's like I think you have to get to the place where, you know what, I'm OK where I'm at. Mm -hmm. But I'm still driving to be in a different place, hopefully in a higher place, mm -hmm. right? And so being okay with where you are is being satisfied, even if you want to go somewhere, right? Okay, that's what I would, that's that that's how I would look at it, and I think I think that's a health way of seeing it. Saying okay, I'm okay where I'm at, mm -hmm. but in that same mindset, I'm still driving towards something greater. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, and then that basically to me sets the foundation, saying if I don't get to where the greater is, I'm still cool. Some people aren't cool when they don't get to that greater side. Like they like it's it's a disappointment, it's a failure. I didn't, you know, or I want more of this or more of that, whatever that is. Whether it's you know I want ten women or my woman ain't doing these ten things, I'm gonna go get ten to fill in these gaps, or I'm gonna go work these many hours to get you know this income level. It's like okay, it's what, what if you don't get that though? Is your life a is it a failure? Hmm. That's interesting. So it's like you know what I mean. So we got to look at it from the aspect of you know what. Is somebody never satisfied, man, how does that play out in their, in their life? If somebody looks at you and looks at me and says that, I'm like, I don't know if you're ever satisfied. I don't care. Your kids can never be great enough. Your job, you never can make enough money. Wow. Your house can never be big enough. You can never have enough cars. You can never have enough influence. Like, you know, influence, you know, they want more and more influence. If they don't get a certain level, they're like, man, I don't, I, I try to, I, they got to talk to the whole room 10 times. They trying to get influence or whatever. So I'm just like, okay, can a guy, you know what I mean? We're talking about men in this particular case. We can talk about women too, but I think men get maybe stuck with that naming of saying of, you know what, are we ever satisfied? I think that's interesting. Cause even in the um, musical and what you're saying is that somebody, it can be like a mistaken identity. Like somebody can be like, Oh, well they are, um, you know, they're so driven and it might not be that they're driven. It might be that they're dissatisfied or they're so, yeah. um, man, they, they're, they're such a hard worker. Um, mm -hmm. All of those kinds of labels that might be, you know, a positive label. Gosh, they're so, 
They have so much zeal. They have, you know, they have so much, you know, so much inside of them. They're really on top of it. All of those things can really be almost a camouflage for somebody who's unsatisfied yeah. or dissatisfied with themselves yeah. or with where they're trying to go. So I want to break those down into a couple categories. Okay. Let's talk about them in terms of relationships. Okay. Because that's what, that's what, what we do. Yeah. Um, but as we're talking about men being, um, not being satisfied in their marriage or not being satisfied. I have heard a lot that men cannot be satisfied with one woman mm-hmm. for life. Um, now, obviously I, I, I want to think differently, mm-hmm. but talk about that. Why do, why do women think that about men or why do men say that about each other? What is that? Where does that come from? I, I mean, where does it come from? I think, you know what? I think we're, we're visual creatures. So we often see one thing and then see something else and think we want to something else. Hmm. That's almost a never satisfied eye, right? You're like, you know what? Okay, how find your woman? They're like, how can somebody cheat on Holly Berry? But it happened, right? How can somebody cheat on Beyonce? But it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got like, you got the, in a lot of people's eyes, you know, the finest girl that's out there and you still, you know what I mean? Are, 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 are looking elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Just the never satisfied I, you know what I mean? What your eyes are taking in, you just like, you know what? No, it's, it's, it's something better out there. Like, no, 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 I'm good right here. Hmm. And like, you have to figure out like how to control that thing like that. You know what I mean? Cause otherwise you see men, you know what I mean? It's, it's not bad when you know you're in your teens. It's not bad when you're in your twenties. It may not be horrible when you know in your early thirties. But by the time you get to the mid thirties, like it started looking crazy a little bit. Like, okay. Well, it also depends on your relationship status. Like, if you twenties and married, it's bad. Yeah, we ain't getting that. That's, you know, that's, that's, if you thirties and married, it's bad. Right, right, so, right. So it can't right. just be like, oh, well, he's only twenty five. Yeah, but he married right. two kids. He can't be right. Well, I was talking about single people, but you hundred percent right. If you married, I ain't got nothing to worry about. You shouldn't be married if that's how you are. You wow. know, navigating. Yeah. Your life and your your eyes are driving that. You know what I mean? It's interesting because I think um, from a societal perspective, it's almost um, dismissed. Like, oh, that's just mm-hmm. how they are. Oh, mm-hmm. guys, they sow their wild oats. And this might get into a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not shamed or not looked poorly upon if a dude is like got a bouncing eye. Even dudes will say, hey, yo, yo, check her out. Or mm-hmm. like, look at look at this. Or girls, and I, I heard this before I got married, and I just couldn't believe it. That um, so, and I, and so I don't want to get too far into this, but I have heard that if a woman has on a ring, she becomes more appealing because he knows that he doesn't have to take care of her. Mm-hmm. Because like, oh, okay. And I've heard the same for if a guy has on a ring. It means he becomes more appealing because yeah. that means to a woman that, okay, he's willing to commit. Like He's a good, solid dude. If he's willing to get married, then he's probably a good guy. And he becomes more appealing. This is just like out of this world. But what do you mm-hmm. think about that? No, I think. You think that's true? What? what? Yeah, I, I think there are some women and some men. Now, I think it's more prevalent on the women's side. Most men, you know what? Okay, most men, I'm going to tell you how we, this, this is my philosophy, how okay. I, at least my circle of influence of people okay. I interact with. Okay. Most men will see a fine woman, and they say we single, right? We single. Everybody's single. Everybody you see a single. fine woman, and she and she with somebody, we'll say, I want somebody like that. Okay. She's fine. She with somebody. I want somebody like that. Mm-hmm. What I've seen women do and say, they be like, I girl, he fine. 
I want that. Hmm. And that's like the distinction I've seen in general, you know, that when it does, people do see something they like and women versus men, that's the difference that I see in it. Most men won't chase another dude's girl. Like, you know, that's, that's some other ones out there. But I've seen some, a lot of times, and like I said, hopefully I, am, I'm general, I ain't generalizing too much, but the opposite is not necessarily true for women. Have y'all heard that? Let us know. Yeah, drop a comment. Usedmarriages.com. Email us. Hit us up. Drop a comment. Something. Let us know if that's y'all, what y'all have heard, yeah. because we have, I have heard that. I've, I've definitely heard that. And that can make you definitely um, question some people's motives. And we talked about it in yeah. an earlier show um, where... There can be also two married couples mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh man, look how he treats his right. wife. My right. husband doesn't do that for me. Right. Or look at, look at what she's doing for her spouse, man. He's, he's got it made. And there can be that kind of shift in the relationship. So it can also make you question like even having other couple right. friends because he might not be satisfied in his marriage and think like the grass is greener yeah. over here. That's the worst thing to do in any relationship, in my opinion, is to compare. Hmm. The worst of the worst. Talk about it. Why? What's for going on? anybody to talk about what they are doing, another couple that is, because that's them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't know what they went through, what they talk about, how they got there. You don't know the backdrop of all that. Yeah. So like, and then and then we're two different people. Yeah. So if we're two different people, how can I say you know what? I'm envious. I mean, we never would say those words, but like, I wish I could be what they what they have or want what they have. Why come you can't do? Like, that's like the worst of the worst. Yeah, I think that happens so much that um, whether it's celebrity couples or couple friends or Facebook friends where you only see one side, not even like a whole side. You see a moment, you see a picture or you see an interaction and you have no idea. And it's not saying that they're arguing all the time. I think that sometimes people kind of project that They, they were in a fight. I'm not saying that, but you don't know what happened for them to get to that point and what happened in their own personal lives if they had to go through therapy if they if they had some family trauma that they had to deal with if they had some arguments and some growing that they had to do I mean it, could, it literally could be any number of things this could be their one outing and they're just excited to get out so yeah. they're on they're all touching each other and loving on each other yeah. not because they're always like this but be like oh my gosh I'm just so glad to be away from our kids for a moment. I'm just so glad to be with you for a moment. So you're looking at it like, oh man, they have so much love. They're always so cuddled up. Maybe not. Maybe not. And I'm not saying that couples aren't or that they are. I'm just saying you don't know. You don't know what is. You don't know what isn't. Um, So it's, I think I agree with you. It's really dangerous Mm -hmm. to compare, but it happens all the time. And I think social media like has made it worse, right? Because everybody's posting these pictures, couples that is like, man, they all booed up. They at this play or they at the movies or they at the house chilling. You don't know. That picture might have took an hour. They might have been arguing. You know what I mean? You don't know. So you only- We had a friend tell us one time. We They um, showed us this really cute picture of them. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, that's such a cute picture. And, and the wife was like, oh, yeah, I hate that picture. And I was like, why? She's like, well, right before that, we got in a fight. Yeah. So we were just taking the picture, See? just, See? you know, we were just taking a picture because we, we were on our way yeah. out. I think she said they yeah. were on their way to go somewhere and they took this picture. So every time that she sees the picture, she remembers the fight yeah. that they were having when they just decided, OK, we just going to take this picture because we're about to go out and we dressed up. So yeah. we might as well just take the picture. But everybody like I saw the picture. Oh, my gosh, it's so cute. You wouldn't know from the picture. And yeah. it's the same on social media. You don't know from the picture. 
what's going on. No, you, you don't know, know. You don't know if they're on the verge. There mm. have been couples that have broken up that people are shocked. You know, if they're celebrity couples or couple friends that are shocked, like, what happened? We thought y'all were so happy. Right. That's because you only saw a moment. That's because yeah. you only had a snapshot of that relationship, you know? Yeah. So and how I, does that feed into, were you about to say something? No, go ahead, go ahead. How does that feed into being satisfied, like, in your relationship? I'd, I'd love to hear the male perspective of how this translate, these kind of happy moments or sad moments or moments in a man's life in particular why are you not okay transitioning, rolling with the punches, kind of figuring it out with that other person? Well, I mean, so I guess from a, a, a male perspective about never being satisfied, it's like, okay, I think about, okay, can a man be with one woman is kind of the first kind of the basic, right? Mm -hmm. And then if he can make the decision, yep, I can be with one that one woman. I want to marry her. I want to be with her. Now can he be satisfied or stay satisfied with that one woman? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think you got to like mature to that place of saying, okay, am I marrying a person or am I marrying an idea mm -hmm. of a person? An idea of a person is like, can me as a man say, okay, you know what? My, I know I'm flawed. I know she's flawed, but the woman I'm marrying, you know, we're going to try to work whatever we have out together. Mm -hmm. And can I be satisfied with that process? That's really what you're talking about. Can be satisfied about. It's not really about can I be satisfied in relationship. Can I be satisfied with the process that it's going to take? for us to get to where we're trying to go to mm -hmm. that process is going to be different for, I don't care who you are from your last couple, from your mom and daddy, from, you know, your cousin, them, whoever it is, you, you know what you look up to, it's going to be different. And like, I think people get satisfied in this case, men get dissatisfied and say, okay, man, my girl ain't doing this. And then somebody else getting their ear, mm. you know That's what I mean? Snake. Somebody else getting, get, get, you know, getting their ear. And it's just mm -hmm. like, it don't take a lot. And you just like having conversations about it. Like, man, all of a sudden, now your mind is drifting towards something else. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what? And the woman is like, okay, man, are you talking to somebody else? You're like, no, I ain't talking to nobody else. He ain't even admit it. Right. You know, dang, why you talking to somebody else? He ain't talking to you. Mm. So he talking to somebody. That's the same on the women's side. Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about it. We have a show um, on the brink, and we kind of talked about it a little bit there. So if you haven't heard that, go check that out. But yeah. we do talk about how other people can come in. It almost seems just at the right time. Yeah. Start whispering in the other ear. And then it causes you to become more dissatisfied because you're like, man, this, you know, she brought right. me, she knows I like oranges. She put some oranges on my desk yeah. at the office. Yeah. Or, or man, you know, he really like every morning he compliments me. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. morning, I mean, I leave the house. My husband doesn't even notice every morning. He says something nice to me right. or, or whatever, whatever it is. There can all, there, there seems to always be somebody else willing to step in where you're not. Yeah. You know, if, if you're not doing what's needed to be done, but also that has to be, that yeah. has to do with communication, like saying, Hey, you know, we need to try something else different sexually or, you know, cause this is no, this is no longer getting me or man, we need to, we need to figure out how to get more quality time in cause we're not really mm -hmm. spending enough time together and that's not good for us. And I think some of that has to do with hearing your spouse. So it's talking, communicating, it's different a little bit, but you know, that's articulating your right. perspective, but also being willing to listen and say, okay, I can't just do what I've been doing because it's not working. Sometimes it'll work and it'll work, but it also takes both people. One of them, you have to say, I need something different. And the other person has to hear, yeah. I have to do something That's good. different. That's good. Because sometimes you'll say, like, I need something different. What's wrong with what I'm doing? I've been doing this, you know, and it can become like, you know what? Never mind. And all that time, that space is getting bigger because you're not willing to listen. You're not willing to change. You're not willing to flux. So I, I think that that's an interesting yeah. aspect of what 
both partners need, but hearing what is it that men mean when they're when they're not satisfied or they're they're unhappy. So when why do men take that step to you know the greener grass, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, I think we talk about the age thing. I think age plays a factor, and age necessarily has to do with like Maturity. you know chronically how old you are, but like really how much you said maturity, mm-hmm. how mature you are. You know what I mean? So like in your teens and twenties, you know what you just, I don't think a lot of men are mature enough to really handle what a relationship really should entail. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like should be a, a serious committed one and a, a marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we need, we mature differently than, you know, than women as far as time wise, right? Y'all may have more insight of what you want, how you want it early on, like in your mid twenties, y'all probably know, okay, you know what, this is the type of man I want, the type of life I want to live, this kind of, you know, career I'm on a drive toward. And y'all kind of have a little bit more focus in general speaking in, in that case. A lot of men we, we don't. And a lot of men sometimes we don't get that, right? We don't we don't we don't have another man to show us what it looks like to be a mature man. Mm-hmm. Especially so. when you're grown. Yeah. I've seen that a lot, yeah. like where you might, even if you have a dad at home or mentors, they kind of fall off when you get into yeah. your twenties. Like us as women, we might have other ladies that we spend some time around. We might have groups that we go to. We might have lady mentors that are still invested in us through our, you know, twenties and thirties. Men, once you kind of reach a certain age, they kind of like, all right, well, he's a man he's grown. You know, yeah. You figure it out. There are not a lot of, you know, 30 somethings that still are meeting for lunch with their mentor and a lot of, not a lot of mentors that are like, Hey, I'm still going to invest in you well into your thirties and forties. Yeah. You know, unless it's business, we talking personal, like, yeah, you can, you can find some business mentors, but Hey, I want to talk about how do I do marriage? I want to talk about how do I have these conversations? What you gonna say? No, I think, I think one, one thing, I think you're hundred percent right. I was just thinking about what you were saying. It's like one thing us as men and myself, what I'm trying to take on is saying, you know what? I want someone that's at another level than what I'm at mm-hmm. in, in manhood. Mm-hmm. So let's say, you know, I've been married, you know, I'm, I'm pushing the 10 year mark. I want somebody that's around me that's been married 20 years mm-hmm. and trying to figure out and how they handle and the discussions are they having with their spouse. So I can try to say, okay, I gotta, I'm got i going to have to grow to that if I don't have it yet, or I got to maintain what I'm the direction I'm trying to go to. And you can make up a lot of time by having a mentor, yeah. both male and female, because you can learn from their lessons. Like you said, they might be 10 years your senior, but you can take some of those lessons so you don't have to wait 10 years to get to that level. Right. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that this year. I'm going to do that now. I'm going to have some of those couples. That's why premarital counseling is really important mm-hmm. because you can learn some things. You don't have to go to the school of hard knocks. You know, you can learn now. And so I and so I would challenge some men out there. Don't just mentor the teenager. The teenager needs it. But look for the 20 something or the 30 something that also needs it. Um, so I want so we kind of talked a little bit about relationships. Mm-hmm. Um I want to keep going down that vein because we've talked before about peace, men needing, you know, peace, peace yeah. of mind or peace of presence. Talk to me a little bit about how that correlates with satisfaction. Just, just real quick, if you don't mind, I take a step back okay, go. about the maturity piece. It's like, cause I just want to kind of close up a thought, at least that I had anyway. Yeah. It's like, man, we got to make a choice, right? Are we going to be mature? And at some point we age out, right? Mm-hmm. You get to the point where, okay, you know, you 40, you 50 and you're not mature yet. You, you, you age out. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, and at that point, then aging out is not a really a big deal. Then you got to be humble because at that point, now you honestly age out. There ain't nobody older than you or very few that got more years. You know, cause I'm looking at, I'm at 10 years in my marriage. 
I want somebody at 20. So if I'm at 20 years in my marriage, I don't know if there's somebody maybe. I mean, I mean, I know nobody at 30 or 40 years. Mm -hmm. So I aged out of being able to be able to be mentored in that case, right? Mm -hmm. But then you got to be humbled. And humbled is in the aspect of saying, I may have to listen to somebody that's younger, got less years. Ooh. I may have to. Wow. Right? I may have to be humble to the point where, you know what? No, there's nobody I can go look up to no more. I got to go look down to somebody to say, not down as in like age or anything, but right. down to say, you age, know what? Uh -huh. It's like, hey, maybe this person can give me some insight. Yeah. Even though they only been, you know, a quarter or a fraction of, of, of where I'm at, but they have some insight that I missed. Yeah. In my first five and 10 years, I got to go back and get that yeah. to hopefully build back up and catch back up where I need to be. So it's either you age out or you humble. It's like it's like you you got some something gonna happen. Wow, well, that's good. On that, so yeah, I had to go ahead. And your question was, I'm sorry, I got kind of. Yeah, but actually, I want to say something about uh -huh. that too. Okay, go ahead. So I I think that it's it's also possible for somebody who hasn't aged out to still receive from somebody that's that's younger than yeah, them. True. Or it's in that's like true. A, a different life stage, so they might have 20 years, but this person, man, they've only been married for 10 years, but they're doing something different. I need to listen to them. I need to receive to them. Because right. sometimes you can just keep doing and doing and kind of get in the motions and not really be, yeah. need. you might need a fresh perspective. Yeah. You know, you might need to, to listen to something. I think that happens a lot like in churches where there'll be like a young pastor mm -hmm. and some people are like, no, nah, he hasn't been around long enough. Yep. And some people be like, but wait, he has something he can, yeah. he can really speak on. He has some, he has some new insights some new wisdom. So I think that that's interesting. So my, my question was really about, um, Satisfaction okay, yep. about dealing with satisfaction and peace. Yep. So I think that beyond the maturity aspect, I really think this is the biggest issue where a man is not satisfied. Okay. This is the biggest thing. This is my personal opinion. I think the fellas, y'all can drop a comment, whatever, just confirm if this is true or not. Okay. But the biggest issue why men, I think, are never at least getting into the mindset where their shift is not being satisfied is that they lost their kingdom. And I don't want nobody to jump on me when I say kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. And I say lost their kingdom. They basically have been, their crown has been taken away. The woman doesn't see them as a king anymore. Mm. And they want to go, they want, us as men, you know, we warriors. We're kings. We're supposed to be like, that's how we like are raised, how we feel about ourselves. And if your woman don't see you as a king, wow. he going to be, go, he going to go, go find out and have a king and be a king somewhere. So he may not, he can't be a king in his house. He ain't satisfied. Okay, basically not satisfied, right? Because he ain't a king there. He going to go outside that house and try to be a king somewhere else. Mm. And that, that king may be at church. That king may be at work. That king may be with another woman. But he going to go be felt made a king. He going to go feel good about himself somehow, some way. He wants that come from his woman. She want, He wants him to be like, man, you know what, babe? I know you ain't this, but you still my king. Mm -hmm. I know you ain't that, but you still my king. So that's not what what I think that we're talking about is it's not absent criticism. It's not absent mm -hmm. like, hey, we got some stuff we need to work on. Like you ain't perfect. I think that that can be right. like what we hear is like, gosh, man, he can't handle criticism. He can't handle critique. So right. I can't ever say anything to him. And some some dudes are like that. They don't want to hear anything negative about themselves or about what they need to do. But what you're really talking about is still being esteemed in a way, still being honored in a way. Right. Us, man, we don't use those words. We call it say, you know what, man, man, she just don't, like you said, look up to me or she doesn't really come to me or she doesn't see me in a positive light. Mm. Right. We probably use words like that in a way, basically. But you, what you're saying is that 
100% true. We want to be esteemed, want to be thought well of, we want to be like, okay, my woman feels good about being with me. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of our driving missions. My, my spouse. My spouse. My husband. Yeah. He wants to feel good. Is that it? Yeah, my, I want my woman to mm-hmm. feel good about being, being with me. Being with you. Wow. That's, I think if we internalize that, that's a really deep statement. Yeah, I think it's, 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 I mean, it's as simple as that, but it's as complicated as that. Right. Because it's like, life happens, right? And he ain't perfect. He flawed. He might have messed up or doing wrong things or making wrong decisions. But I think most men, they really want to have the right thing done. Even if they go about it the wrong way, most men want the right things done by his spouse and by his kids and by his family. He's not trying to, he's not out trying to destroy the family. Even in his mistakes, he's not purposely, okay, I'm going to go destroy my family. Even his immaturity. I know immaturity is is important, but I agree. I don't, and we've talked about it so many times that people do not get married to get divorced. They're not interested in like, okay, I'm going to invest, not just the finances, but I'm going to invest in this relationship because I want to get divorced later. In a couple years, I'm I'm going to be done with this. Right. Most people think that this is their forever mate. This is who they want to spend their time with. So I think it's an important distinction. What you're saying is, hey, I want to be in this, and this is something that pulls the couple apart. Yep. No, you, you that right. satisfaction, that peace, that need to be together. So my final question to you okay. is, where do you draw the line? Between, you know, being satisfied and not being satisfied and wanting better, being satisfied Mm -hmm. and needing peace, being satisfied. It seems like there are so many things that can make a man not satisfied. What do we do? I don't know if there's so many things. I like, okay, I think men, as us as men, we got to make a decision. I want to be with one woman. Okay. You know. That's a man's decision. Man decision. Got to make that, the line got to be drawn first by him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I can't have somebody else draw the line for me. I got to say, you know what? I want to be with one, I want to be with one woman and this is the one I want to be with. Mm-hmm. making that distinction, right, okay, of, of of not trying to go outside the household, okay. right? Now now you're talking about the external factors where you're talking about whether, okay, am I satisfied with my work and career and my kids and everything else that kind of goes along with with mm-hmm. that, or making my woman happy and all that good stuff. And then, like, you know what, you really didn't have to say, okay, you know what, am I mature enough? We're talking about aging out. Say, you know what, I got to grow my maturity. I got to have some mentors. Mm-hmm. I got to have somebody that's, you know what, that's, that's able to help guide me or I'm able to listen to to help guide my, my relationship, at least maybe not my, my relationship, just my internal thoughts. Because men, we don't necessarily have good communication skills when it comes to expressing our thoughts and feelings. So you need somebody to kind of like help you digest even what you're thinking. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, I was talking the other day with you about, you know what, I think about what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Then what I think about, I think about. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of thinking. Yeah. Ain't like a lot of communicators, a lot of thinking. You yeah, think I about like saying, but I communicate. So I yeah. think about thinking. It's one of my favorite things to do, actually, yeah. is to think about I take notes, y'all, about things that I want to think about later because I don't have the mind space right now. So if you see my journals or my notepads, mm-hmm. I have tons of like random thoughts because it's something I want to get to. But I communicate those thoughts. So I'll right. talk out, hey, I was thinking about this and this is where I got. What what do you think about it? But you will think about all of those things and do the exact same thing I'm doing, minus the talking about it. Yeah. You, you will, you will internalize, happen. you'll ponder, you'll research, but you might not be like, hey, I wanted to get yeah. your thoughts about this, Tristan. Be six you'll months probably, later. Mm-hmm, you'll bring it to me when it is completely fleshed out and be like, yeah. so I was thinking about this four months ago, and this is my conclusion. I just wanted to let you know. Right. Not the way to go, y'all. <laughs> not the way to go. Not the way to go. So that's, yeah. So, so being satisfied, part of it, 
okay, being a king in your home, yep. at least being thought well of yep. um, so that your spouse thinks like, okay, he's a great dude. He's a good dude. I like him. Mm-hmm. There are some things we have to work on, but I really enjoy you as a person. And some of that is how you communicate some of the grievances. Like, yep. okay, that plus minus plus, like, okay, a positive, the, the grievance, the negative. Plus, and then the positive again. We so, sensitive, y'all. Man, we sensitive. We way more sensitive than women. I think so. We I touchy. really do. Y'all, y'all, y'all say something bad about us. We just don't show it. No, we'll show it. Yeah, we don't show it. Y'all just y'all bottle that stuff up and it messes it, it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And because like, you ain't nothing. Because you know what? And I, I might go I think cry that's in my inside. Thing because I don't think society lets y'all say you hurt my feelings or you know, never that, that that offended me. But it did though. You know, it did hurt your feelings. Yeah. It did offend you, but you're just not going to say it like that. So then that has a whole nother issue. And I don't know how we as women in society now would receive like a dude that, oh, well, you hurt my feelings. And I'm not saying that in a positive way. I'm saying society has taught women that dudes are not supposed to say that. Yeah, and society has taught men that men are not supposed to say that. I think it's a negative that men cannot articulate how they feel unless it's anger. Unless it's it's anger. a trust yeah. thing. Oh, it's okay. a trust because like maybe society can't can't accept it mm-hmm. but can our woman accept it yeah well, that we know what we got some sensitive spots whether it's father issues that we had in the past or some past hurts that we you know we're struggling with and really you're not dealing with me you're dealing with my struggle Ooh, you know what i mean so it's like is it is it is it can i can i trust you enough you're like you're saying you're making it personal about me but it's really my struggle you you really mm-hmm. make it you're trying to you're trying to dig into yeah. and i need some help i may not even know how to ask for help wow and can are you are you safe enough for me to be able to talk through that with i don't have the answer i'm the man i'm supposed to have the answer and i don't have the answer wow. and i want to be able to come to use my wife as a resting place to be able to talk you through that talk, talk me through that mm-hmm. and you may not answer either but man but can i cry with you and you like, man, hold on, what you mean? You just it's, we ten years in, you just not finally. No, I've been hurt for the thirty years though. Mm-hmm. I'm just not telling you after ten, mm-hmm. and you may not know it. Wow, it's deep. Man, I can go in on that one but anyway. That might be a whole other. Show. <laughs> might be. That might be a whole other show. That's yeah. Deep. Can he cry with you? Does he feel safe with you? Yeah. That's big. That's big. That's big. That's really big. So we wanna we wanna continue our conversation. Um, so please connect with us. Thank you for joining us today. We want to hear from you. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, leave a comment. Check out our website for more content and resources. FuseMarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.